0: Ultimately, the master and the master's path are one, and if the traveler is fortunate, that is, if the path is complex and profound enough, the destination is two miles farther away for every mile he or she travels, end quote. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb but Today, we're taking a look at mastery, the keys to success and long-term fulfillment. The author of the book is George Leonard, and it's published back in 1992. I want to share a number of my favorite insights, starting with what is mastery, dabbler, obsessive, and hacker, climaxes versus plateaus, one of the mastery keys, practice, another mastery key, intentionality, beware of homeostasis, pitfalls on the path to mastery. So let's start with the introduction. Quote It resists definition, yet it can be instantly recognized. It comes in many varieties, yet follows certain unchanging laws. It brings rich rewards, yet it's not really a goal or a destination, but rather a process, a journey. We call this journey mastery, and tend to assume it requires a special ticket available only to those born with exceptional abilities. But mastery isn't reserved for the super-talented or even those who are fortunate enough to have gotten an early start. It's available to anyone who is willing to get on the path and stay on it, regardless of age, sex, or previous experience. End quote. That kicks off the introductory chapter. What is mastery? This is a quick read but simply packed with insights that support our transition from dabbler, obsessive, or hacker to true mastery, if we choose. I'm excited to share a number of my favorite insights, so let's begin. Insight number one, what is mastery? Quote, genius, no matter how bright, will come to naught or swiftly burn out if you don't choose the master's journey. The journey will take you along a path that is both arduous and exhilarating. It will bring you unexpected heartaches and unexpected rewards, and you will never reach a final destination. It would be a paltry skill indeed that could be finally completely mastered. You'll probably end up learning as much about yourself as about the skill you're pushing. End quote. Leonard warns that the path to mastery takes on a rhythmic pattern that involves gradual improvements followed by a slight decline to plateaus. However, what's important to recognize is that each subsequent plateau is a little higher than the previous one. If you want to take on the master's journey, you need to commit to diligent practice, striving to hone your skills to new heights or competence, but be willing to spend most of your time on the plateau, that period of time where you need to keep practicing, even though you feel like you're not making any progress. I am reminded here of insights shared by Jeff Olson in The Slight Edge, where he says, quote, in a world filled with instant coffee, instant breakfast, instant credit, instant shopping, instant information, and 24 7 news. We have come dangerously close to losing touch with reality and believing we have access to an instant life, but life is not a clickable link. End quote. In my experience, this instant success mindset is ubiquitous. People are losing any sense of reality when it comes to the hard work required to achieve greatness in their lives. If it doesn't happen literally overnight, most people believe there's no point in trying. Quote, how do you best move toward mastery? To put it simply, you practice diligently, but you practice primarily for the sake of the practice itself. Rather than being frustrated while on the plateau, you learn to appreciate and enjoy it just as much as you do the upward surges. End quote. Simply incredible, because the magic happens when you learn to love the plateaus, because if you despise the inevitable periods of time where you feel like you are making zero progress, You will never be able to keep yourself on the path to mastery. Insight number two. Dabbler, obsessive, and hacker. Although many of us are looking for the path to mastery, the moment the journey gets bumpy or challenges start to arise, we seek out other paths to ease the discomfort. The three alternative paths are the dabbler, the obsessive, and the hacker. The dabbler jumps into something new, full of energy and excitement. But the moment that the initial joy diminishes... He or she is off to the next thing, claiming it wasn't a good fit. No mastery. The obsessive is a bottom-line type of person who recognizes that results are all that matter and they must be achieved quickly. This person wants to hit the golf ball 250 yards down the middle at the introductory golf lesson. He or she often makes great progress in the beginning, but they are hampered by the plateaus and the end result is a sharp decline. Again, no mastery. The hacker is much different. Once they see a level of progress, they are content to stay at that level indefinitely. Live life on the plateau. This is the person who picks up the basics on the job and then doesn't do any more to improve or grow their skills. Once again, no mastery. I honestly have seen myself in all three personas over the years, but the dabbler is the one that hits home the most for me. How about you? Which one resonates with you? Insight number three, climaxes versus plateaus. Quote, already there are signs of a massive disillusionment with our instant billionaires, and also with crash diets, miracle drugs, both legal and illegal, lotteries, sweepstakes, and the flash and clutter that accrues from the workshop of quick, effortless success and fulfillment. End quote. I'd like to share with you my perspective on the state of our world today. It is a world where the prevailing expectation is a series of continuous highs, with one epiphany swiftly following another. However, the road to mastery is not a linear one, and it often involves lengthy plateaus that demand patience and perseverance. Sadly, our society has become fixated on the quick fix, which perpetuates an anti-self-mastery mentality. Quote, We are taught in countless ways to value the product, the prize, the climactic moment. But even after we just caught the winning pass in the Super Bowl, there is always tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. If our life is a good one, a life of mastery, most of it will be spent on the plateau. If not, a large part of it may well be spent in restless, distracted, ultimately self-destructive attempts to escape the plateau. The question remains. Where in our upbringing, our schooling, our career, are we explicitly taught to value, to enjoy, even to love the plateau? The long stretch of diligent effort with no seeming progress. End quote. I love that. This is the secret that the ultra-successful have discovered. They expect the plateau, and they learn to love it as a necessary part of their journey. Quote, to love the plateau is to love the eternal now. To enjoy the inevitable spurts of progress and the fruits of accomplishment, then serenely to accept the new plateau that waits just beyond them." It is absolutely essential to learn how to find happiness in the process itself, rather than always being fixated on the end result or potential outcomes. When we immerse ourselves in the process, we can find true fulfillment and the journey becomes just as rewarding as the destination. The best part is that when we stay engaged in the process, we may find ourselves looking up one day and realizing that we have achieved our goals. As Viktor Frankl was quoted saying, success will follow you precisely because you had forgotten to think about it, quote. In part two of the book, Leonard highlights the five keys to mastery, instruction, practice, surrender, intentionality, and the edge. Insight number four, master key, practice. Leonard suggests that for the person on the master's journey, practice should be looked at as a noun and not as something that you do. Practice is simply the path along which you travel. A practice, as a noun, can be anything you practice on a regular basis as an integral part of your life, not in order to gain something else, but for its own sake. It might be gardening or bridge or yoga or meditation or community service. A doctor practices medicine and an attorney practices law, and each of them also has a practice. But if that practice is only a collection of patients or clients, a way of making a living, it isn't a master's practice. For a master, the rewards gained along the way are fine, but they are not the main reason for the journey. Ultimately, the master and the master's path are one. And if the traveler is fortunate, that is, if the path is complex and profound enough, the destination, is two miles farther away for every mile he or she travels, End quote. How good is that? Mastery is practice. Mastery is staying on the path. The master doesn't commit to practice simply to get better. They commit to the practice because they love it, and as a consequence, they do get better. The best example I've ever heard that illustrates this principle is from Raise Your Game by Allen Stein Jr., where he shares that powerful story about the late, great Kobe Bryant. Quote, For 45 minutes, I was shocked. For 45 minutes, I watched the best player in the world do the most basic drills. I watched the best player on the planet do basic ball handling drills. I watched the best player on the planet do basic footwork. I watched the best player on the planet do basic offensive moves. Later that day, I went over to him. Thanks again, I said. I really enjoyed watching your workout this morning. No problem, said Kobe. You're the best player in the world. Why do you do such basic stuff? Why do you think I'm the best player in the game, he asked, because I never get bored with the basics, end quote. Kobe simply fell in love with the practice and knowing that if he wanted to master the fundamentals of basketball, he would have to commit to the practice daily. How is your practice today? Do you have one? If you're interested in the master's journey, it's time to examine this aspect of your life closely. Insight number five, intentionality. Quote, it joins old worlds with new. Character, willpower, attitude, imagining, the mental game, but what I'm calling intentionality. However you look at it, it is essential to take along on the master's journey. End quote. What would a master journey be without first mastering the mental game? Look at any great athlete or leader. They appreciate the importance of mental rehearsal and visualization. Legendary golfer Jack Nicklaus said that he never hit a single ball without first clearly visualizing the flight of the ball and it landing exactly where he wanted it to land. Jack suggested that in golf, a successful shot is 50% visualization, 40% setup, and only 10% swing. Wow. I wish I had read this wisdom during my younger days while hacking my way around the course after spending hours practicing my swing at the driving range. I was 100% focused on the swing. Oops. The power of vision is a well-documented part of success shared by many of the most successful people. As Arnold Schwarzenegger so eloquently put it, All I know is that the first step is to create the vision. Because when you see the vision there, the beautiful vision... That creates the want power. For example, my wanting to be Mr. Universe came about because I saw myself so clearly being up there on the stage and winning. End quote. It is intentionality that will fuel the master's journey and every master has become a master of vision. Insight number six. Beware of homeostasis. We've all been there. We wake up on New Year's Day and are super pumped and committed to make a significant change of our life. We will tell our friends and family about it, and then for some inexplicable reason, we fall apart two weeks or two months into the journey. What happened? The answer? Life's equilibrium hit you, the force better known as homeostasis. Similar to the thermostat in your house, whose job is to regulate the temperature and prevent it from making dramatic changes, the same holds true when we try to make life changes, no matter how big or small. Quote, The problem is, homeostasis works to keep things as they are, even if they aren't very good. Homeostasis, remember, doesn't distinguish between what you would call change for the better and change for the worse. It resists all change. End quote. Leonard shares five strategies to overcome the pull of homeostasis. One, beware of how homeostasis works. Two, be willing to negotiate with your resistance to change. 3. Develop a support system. 4. Follow a regular practice. And 5. Dedicate yourself to lifelong learning. Insight number 7. Pitfalls on the path to mastery. Quote, it's easy to get on the path of mastery. The real challenge lies in staying on it. The most dedicated traveler will find pitfalls as well as rewards along the way. You probably can't avoid them all, but it helps to know they're there. End quote. Leonard goes on to share 13 pitfalls you may have to watch out for as you attempt to stay on the master's path. One of the pitfalls discussed is vanity. Quote, It is possible that one of the reasons you got on the path of mastery was to look good, but to learn something new of any significance, you have to be willing to look foolish. End quote. Having the courage to look foolish so you can ultimately reach your goal of looking good. I think this is one of the biggest hurdles many dream chasers face they are not willing to go through the foolish phase. Inconsistency is a trap that we must avoid if we want to become masters of our craft. Building consistency in our practice is the hallmark of true mastery. As we've discussed previously, creating systems in our daily routine that allow us to show up consistently is paramount to achieving our goals. It's essential to establish a routine that is sustainable and realistic for our lifestyle. And by doing so, we can build the consistency necessary to hone our skills and eventually achieve mastery. Check out the book for remaining pitfalls. That concludes the insights I wanted to share from this great little book by George Leonard. I urge you to read the book to get the full depth of Leonard's teachings. I hope to see you soon on the path to mastery. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights. My name's Herb but We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. If you found value, please spread the love and share with your friends or leave us a rating and review. Thanks for listening.